0: Yeah, since 1993. Gary Batman Whatever.
1: He was with the Penguins?
0: No, Commissioner. Oh,
1: since 1993?
0: Yeah. It's time Jesus to Christ. fucking move yeah. on. Yeah. Enough is enough. Totally. Well, all right. I guess that's uh, as good a note as any to start the podcast with. So <laughs> five. Four. Three. Two and one. One. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, Mesdames, Messieurs, Bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. In case anyone hasn't noticed, uh, I, we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, <laughs> reasons completely beyond my control, as I was, well, there are things that happened last weekend that I don't think I can say on the air. Nope. I'm pretty sure I can't. uh nope. Either by the rule book in the United States or Canada. <laughs> I'm even Canada. I'm sure that all these things that had 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 happened would incriminate <laughs> me. So I'm not going to talk about them much. My name is David <laughs> Oj, by the way. At MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by <laughs> Veronica.
1: Yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore pepper on Twitter.
0: And we are the happy hour. Sans Beth, for she um still has a uh, scheduling stuff with her work and it's just labor shortage because we're not paying people enough and the you know workers are finally starting to unite and rise up against it thank god yeah it's been coming so good regardless yeah pretty much means that beth can't come on tonight also we didn't record last night because haha my (laughs) soccer uh league threw a loop at us uh we've always had games on tuesday nights but yeah last night it was actually on a monday night our last game of the season and also our first win of the season. Thank God. We went 1-6 and 1 awesome. and we were not the worst team in the league. We Yay. beat them last night. Those guys went Sweet. those guys went 0 and 8. They were not good. They're actually pretty fair, but um it was a tough league regardless. Uh speaking of a tough league and team's not doing well, the Montreal Canadiens as of right now are 3 and 8 to start the season. The ended October 2 and 8 which is as has been chronicled by every wrinkly brain on the Twitter sphere. Uh, the worst start since 1995 or whatever it was. Um, it was not good. In any way, shape, or form. Uh, inexcusable in some ways. Um, their first win, funny enough, came at the hands of Detroit. October 23rd, a 6-1 to win. Which absolutely baffled everybody in Montreal. Because when the Habs lose, they've been losing big. First game of the season, 2-1 Toronto. It happens. Then 5-1 Buffalo. They're shellacked. I was at that game. 3-1, New York Rangers. I was at that game. Then I stopped going to games. (laughs) Then, San Jose heads to Montreal. 5-0. Huge loss. Carolina cut Kanemi's return to the Bell Center. 4-1. Carolina wins. Then, finally, that Saturday on Game 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Game 6 of the season. Habs are 0-5. They finally pick up a win against Detroit. Then... Habs face off against the Seattle Kraken. The Kraken win 5-1, making the first home victory for the Kraken at the hands of the Habs. And then something miraculous happened. On October 28th, the year of our Lord, 2021, La <laughs> uh, Canadien de Montreal visited San Jose. Dude. <laughs>
1: San
0: Jose. They played a National Hockey League game there in San Jose. I'm going to get this wrong because I don't have it in front of me. But I believe that the last regulation win in San Jose was in 1999. Yes, correct. There was an overtime win by the Habs in San Jose in 2001, I believe. Some people oh, I didn't get know that. I think people get that mixed up every once in a while. I could be wrong, yeah. but I believe that's where it is. But the important one is 1999, winning yeah. in regulation and finally bursting a losing streak against uh, San Jose that started in 2015. I think like that. They uh, San Jose's been killing us. Four nothing Habs shutout by Jake Allen, his first as a Hab. Incroyable. very good um we take all that goodwill into los angeles against the kings Habs face up against Philip Deneau 5-2 loss against the kings a back-to-back game going up going up against the Ducks the Ducks are not a good team I believe the Habs scored first in that game, or were they trailing and they tied it up? I don't recall. They were
1: trailing and then Hoffman tied it.
0: Yep, trailing tied. Ah uh, yeah, Mr. Hoffman there. Yep. Goals in four games straight. Like not tonight, though, but that's yeah. okay. That's why we got him. Uh four to two, Anaheim. So losses continued. That wrapped up October. Two and eight to start the season. mm mm mm. Not good, not great. And then tonight, Tuesday, against Detroit. Nobody knows what the hell to expect from this team at this point. Romanov is scratched. Cole Caulfield sent to the AHL. By the way, Cole Caulfield last night, first game, first goal as a Rocket. Off of a feed from the real deal Jordan Wheel.
1: I Well, that wasn't last night. That was last year.
0: Is that what they were doing?
1: Yeah, he's not he's not playing until Saturday with the Rocket. He didn't play yesterday because Jordan Wheel is like in the K.
0: Yeah, so I was wondering about that when I watched the video review and I yeah. thought, um, I mean, good for Cole, but I thought Wheel was there. So everything I just no. said, delete it from memory. That's such a pain in the ass. I yeah. thought, like I the Rocket put because- like a video out and I thought, oh, good for him.
1: Yeah, no, it was just like, oh, this is going to be fun, and but and so many people thought, oh, he scored that today. Yeah, nope, because as soon as he was called down, um, I had a look at the schedule oh, because yeah. I'm going to get the AHL package now.
0: Yes, it is so <laughs> worth it. Oh my god, and I was just
1: like, Brr. and they don't play until Saturday against the Crunch,
0: Syracuse Crunch. Are they in Syracuse for that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I thought about you.
0: Yeah. Cause that's like a two ish yeah. hour drive. I would love to see Cole Caulfield live. For sure. And Syracuse yeah. has a great rink, an awesome barn. One of those really awesome. low, low ones. So there isn't like high risers or anything like that, but it's very, yeah. it's a barn. It's a good one.
1: Awesome. I,
0: the last time I was there, I watched the last ice caps game of their franchise.
1: Wow.
0: I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Um, and it was the former captain of the Ice Caps was on the Crunch team who ended up scoring an OT winner and ending the franchise. Since after that, they moved to Laval. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a puck from that game, too, actually. It's sitting on my desk. Oh. Wow. Weird. <laughs> that was like in 2016 cool. or 2015 or something like that. Wild. Regardless, Habs win tonight. Who would have thought Romanov scratched? They have that third pairing of Wiseman and, and, and Sammy Niku, worked out it seemed. Um, Weidman. they had yeah, Weidman. They I thought you
1: said ha- Wiseman.
0: Oh, I might have actually. Ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might I might <laughs> have said that. That's a good name though. Uh, Duruwan playing center again. I think he potted another point tonight. I'm probably also lying about that, as I'm off to do.
1: Nick was in on both goals um, on the first
0: two. Uh, Drowan had no points. Excuse no me, points. but so it was Suzuki. Suzuki, and Suzuki first. is
1: now the points leader.
0: Ah, there it is. Suzuki with a goal tonight, his first of the season. Him and Gallagher, three point nights. A goal Love apiece it. and Suzuki with two assists. Uh, Josh Anderson, power horse and into it power Did horse excellent job tyler toffoli with two assists as well uh nick suzuki and christian Dvorak, Plus 60 percent pace off percentage tonight suzuki with a 68 yeah oh my god that's almost a third of the draws that's that's incredible wow look at that they definitely feasted on detroit oh yeah and gallagher of course with um the empty netter uh, he yeah. had to leave the game for a little bit. Came back for the third. Wen also uh, took a took a puck uh, to the head. It seemed like
1: no one could quite tell where.
0: Yeah, I the one replay I saw, I thought it deflected off his helmet, as they're supposed to do. You know, helmets yeah, are supposed what to help the out. What that. And the other thing too is that Drewen he left the ice right away under his own power. Like he got clipped, mm-hmm. was on the ice got up and skated the hell out of there yeah. and went right down the hall, like immediately. Yeah. Um, he went to the hospital, get evaluated yep. further. But as we're reading now from Eric Engels and, uh, Bazu, um, he, he, he went back to the rink afterwards. Josh Anderson saw him and he's like, Oh, and Druin's like, yes, I'm fine. So they're like best friends. They are like best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> So there it is. Um, The Habs are in weird, weird waters. This was probably their best game of the season, I'd say. That first period, right off the faceoff, the Detroit couldn't get it out of their zone for like two oh my whole God. minutes. Two minutes of complete control. And the Habs changed. Yeah, the Habs got a line change or two <laughs> in on that cycle. The Habs offense looked great today. Yeah. They were able to get it out of the zone convincingly. When Detroit pulled their goalie and they had the six on five, the Habs looked great defensively. Detroit had movement, didn't have a shot, not that much, at least, didn't have any lanes. The Habs are closing it up, and then uh they force uh they force it out. I think Suzuki got the pass to Gallagher. Yeah, actually Suzuki to Foley Gallagher, yep, uh to to get that empty netter. And again. Jake Allen with his second shutout in as many games, or no? No, no, because
1: oh, in as many games for himself, yes, no. So yes, because he didn't play on Sunday. Montembeau played,
0: but he did play Um, Saturday. That was a back to back.
1: Yeah, Um, and uh, honorable mention to the call ups, Pizzetta and Pizzetta.
0: Pazetta and Belzio. I
1: got to love that guy.
0: Yeah, he's a freaking, he's a firecracker. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> he's out the play anywhere. In yeah. Laval, he's amazing. Oh, my Lord.
1: Yeah,
0: Um. Yeah, that will be really good. And he
1: good. understands his role. He's just, he's he's a beauty.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, some other big news for the Habs, though, that we heard today from P- uh, Pierre Lebrun. I missed this segment, but I think you caught it about Carey Price. Yeah, just
1: really briefly, uh, Prior to the game, he was saying, you know, just kind of reporting on the news that we found out this morning from Dominic Ducharme that Carey Price um, could be back with the club as soon as Saturday. Um, but there is no date yet. I think that, that that might be a little bit of speculation. I think it was Eric Angles who was speculating Saturday, mm. a Saturday return for Carey Price. But the the little nugget in there from Pierre was that, uh Carry Price is returning to Montreal and rejoining his family, so he's been somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. He's I don't been know s- I don't know
1: if we knew that now I have been paying like zero attention to socials and all that shit because up to here, like when we're losing, it's just it's it's just nauseating the, so I did not know
0: The birds in my ear, or should I say a bird in my ear whom I hold <laughs> in high esteem but will remain nameless. Speculated that um if you're going into uh NHL player assistance program, you're going in for some sort of rehabilitation, usually with some sort of substance. Um that's all speculation from my bird. Mm-hmm. But the breadcrumbs leading up to that sort of thing, uh Carrie Price, he's um We're not old...
1: starting any rumors. No, we're not. We're not no nope
0: but this is this is the why so-and-so says this says mm-hmm. this it's so far that uh Carry price is an old man in the national hockey league by national hockey league standards uh he's had work done on his legs you know he's had surgeries done etc um and the idea was that you know perhaps it's painkiller related with all the other stuff going on to the NHL thus far, that's been unearthed that we will also talk about. It doesn't really, like, it's not not surprising that something like this would happen to a player, even of Carey Price's caliber. Now, as you said, it was, um, the, the whole thing is that Carey Price had to go somewhere. Again, yeah. that leans into the idea that he needed help at some sort of place. What for? Who knows? Again, speculation. Um, yeah. When it comes to solidifying that, um, Angela did her uh, little Halloween shoot and whatnot. Price wasn't there. He was not at home. He was not part of that part of the Halloween costume get-up and whatnot. Yeah. By the way, Happy Halloween! The greatest holiday that we have. One of my favorites. Uh so
1: you had a great costume. Did everybody see Dave's oh, costume?
0: Oh, I love uh, my costume. How do you
1: do, fellow How how do you do, how fellow do you kids?
0: Fellow Steve kids. Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi from an <laughs> episode Yeah, from an from an episode of 30 Rock from like a decade ago.
1: Was that 30 Rock?
0: It was 30 Rock. He was a guest uh he was a guest in that one.
1: I don't remember that at all.
0: Mm. Him That's and Alec awesome. Baldwin before he shot somebody. We're um.
1: Oh no.
0: We're in a scene together. I know. Awful news. Terrible. But him and Alec Baldwin are chatting about something, and Steve Buscemi is like, "Oh, this reminds me of the time that I had to go undercover to find out some evidence." And it's like him as the "How do you do?" guy uh, right, 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 going right, up right, right. to kids and trying to figure out something. And what's funnier about that scene is that the meme, you know, it's it, it's him in the red hoodie, the red cap on backwards, the the music band T shirt, which is awesome i'm gonna wear that thing everywhere and then the skateboard what's funnier about that scene is that he's actually carrying two skateboards oh as kids do
1: right
0: (laughs) (laughs) so when the camera like pans out at some point and he has one over his shoulder and he's just holding one by his hip it's like jesus christ (laughs) kids kids gonna get around no matter what (laughs) but um yeah that was my costume and I got um. I had to show Nailed a lot it. of. I had to show a lot of people what it was actually, because everyone's like, "Are you Tony Hawk?" I'm like, "Fuck, I wish." Oh my god. I mean, Tony Hawk's awesome. My god, yeah. but um, I am not Tony Hawk. This is a prop. A prop of which I actually did get a real, 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 real skateboard put together for me at a local skate shop, Seasons in Albany. A uh, very nice guy who um actually made this recommendation when I said, "Well." This is only going to be a prop. Can I give it away somewhere? And he mentioned this not for profit in Albany called, uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's, uh oh. Uh oh. It's not uh, called Noteworthy Resources. As I said, also in uh, Albany, and what they do is that once a month they have a meetup for kids to learn how to skate. So I'm going to donate the board to them once um, I get over there. Haven't done it That's yet. Awesome. It'll happen though. Yeah. Might as well. It has a puppy on it, the board. I should take pictures of the board before I send it. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a cool board. So I like it. People. So, Carrie Price may be back, and um, can only hope for the best. Thank God he's rejoining his family. I'm sure that's going to be great. Um, Definitely keep an eye on Angela's socials, because I'm sure there's going to be a post about it at some point. At maybe. And um, we're saying Saturday... Can't say That's it'd
1: angles be... was speculating.
0: Yeah, can't say it'd be for a game, but Saturday would be up against the Golden Knights.
1: Yeah, well, he needs to come and get some practices in with the team. And honestly, Jake Allen has not been the problem with this team. No. Um, and there's... the other thing that what I was talking about today with my son is that um it you know, like there's some major like the 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 team is weird now. It's it's completely different in from, from the team that went to the Stanley Cup final in that Corey Perry's gone, Eric Stahl is gone, Carey Price is was on leave. Shea Weber is injured. Joel Edmondson suffered another setback. Joel Edmondson, it cannot be uh, it cannot be overstated. His importance to the blue line, Jeff Petrie's been kind of meh. And you know, and then you've got the kids like Suzuki, who finally got the monkey off his back, as that is that if that's the saying tonight, yeah. scoring a goal, Monkeys batting it, batting, batting in his own rebound, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was Gallagher on a Gallagher special, but um, so he's finally scored. Cole Caulfield is, as Bergman would say, gripping his stick a little bit too tight. I think that there's nothing bad that can come of a stint in Laval for Cole Caulfield. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's, there's kinks that have to be figured out. Um, you know, the, the pitchfork brigade on Twitter wants Ducharme fired, but it's like, look at the team he's working with. I think that they're 20 million under the cap right now. Like,
0: well, not only that, I think honestly, the most important part of what's going on is that. Half the team that went to the final is not there right now we yeah. didn't even we didn't even mention Paul Byron
1: and Paul Byron
0: you know I mean kind is of he, important is he a major cog in the wheel of the Habs maybe not but Jesus Christ if him and Anderson were on a line together oh man Jesus Christ that's Ooh. speed that's penalty killing especially. Uh, yeah. without Philip Deneau, he's not on the team anymore top line center yeah. Don't have Thomas Tatar is not around anymore
1: big him, loss.
0: him Gallagher and him Gallagher and uh and Deneau were practically like a top 10 line in the entire league when it came yeah. to shutdown you know yeah. to me um the whole issue with the Habs starts on defense because the defense has been awful 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 so bad they're not getting their lanes they're not picking up people they're not aggressive enough with the puck when they have it oh my god it's so bad like um who who we got we got kulak savard like savard he might have i think he actually had again like a great game tonight but up until like this week it's been i don't know why we got the guy like what's yeah. he doing like an Alsner all over again sort of deal, right? Uh, so we got Kulak, Savard, uh, Petrie, Weidman, uh, Romanov. But that wasn't our Niku. top six. Yeah, but Niku as well. But Niku didn't play the whole um, the whole season. He only played like the past few games. I'm trying to think who I'm missing.
1: Right. Um, in...
0: in... <laughs> I got it here. I can't One think right now. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it.
1: I've I've got it.
0: Oh, duh. Ben Sherratt.
1: <laughs> ben Sherratt.
0: That's right. Well,
1: and don't forget that Sherratt had similar growing pains when he first joined the team. Now this mm. is not all to say that the, all of the woes have to do with talent. There's been a serious lack of effort um, in a few of the games and a few of the losses, like a very disappointing effort awful you know so um
0: i'm trying to think um i think i mentioned it on the podcast on one of the podcasts prior like after the first week where they didn't win any games um Mm -hmm. like i believe tyler Tofoli is playing hurt uh at least during the first week a lot of people think brendan gallagher is playing hurt
1: oh yeah for sure
0: um and, of course, today, you know, he has to leave for a bit of the period. He comes back for a third. Who knows what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, what else was going on? Like, uh, now, uh, Matthew Perot gets himself uh, a hat trick. And, uh, he got, like, an eye injury. And he's gonna be out for three, four weeks now. Yeah. Uh, Paquette leveled, um whomever was on the ducks Zagris, i think it was at that boarding call so he's he's suspended two games yeah and it's just one thing after the other with this
1: it is one thing after the other um yeah but at the same time there is so much scoring talent on that team they just got to figure it out. They just got to figure it out. And the world's worst coach, who ever coached a hockey game, uh, Dominic Ducharme, he'll 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 have it. He'll get it figured out for them too. I cannot believe the absolute venom towards that guy.
0: Well, now Twitter. it's it's coming to the fact where folks are saying, well, now he's had a training camp and he's had yeah. practices, and it's yeah. like again. Half the roster is completely different. Um, I remember Talking Heads saying like, "What is this training camp?" Meaning like they didn't think it was like hard enough on the players and whatnot. Right. Um, I don't know. I remember like even watching the preseason. Every once in a while, like I kind of figured, "Oh, this is preseason," and that preseason mentality carried over the entire month of October. Up until tonight, like there was no spark, like hardly ever. First shift yeah. against the Leafs happened. First game, great. Perhaps look like they're ready to play. Then they went two and eight. Yeah. Oh my god. So all I recall, and this is my copium uh, that 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 I, that I keep near and dear to my heart, and I will continue to until February, is that the St. Louis Blues. We're in the last place at the New Year's, I think, yep. at the New Year in 2017 at the turn of the
1: year. Yeah,
0: they are 2000. I don't, I don't remember right before COVID, and they won the cup. Yeah, granted, on the back of Bennington, but fuck that guy. So,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, no, and and there's a, I do have a quibble, just because there's like a series, just a serious lack of patience, and I understand the frustration. From 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 the point of view of the fans, because nobody likes going to an eight, obviously. But it's just like, my God, people. It really the all of the criticism leveled at him because he's not playing Cole Caulfield 20 minutes a night. Cole Caulfield.
0: He looked terrible.
1: He's looked bad. Yeah, Cole Caulfield looks to get sent down. You're gonna give him more time so that he can feel worse and play worse. Like how?
0: Like, Get it into your head. Man, I can't I can't think of like a handful of good plays Cole made this season with the Habs. And that sucks because I'm like, I like Cole Caulfield a lot. Yeah, I love not, him. Kid's not playing well. Put him down. Had,
1: his strongest game, I think, that I saw him was when he was demoted, quote unquote, to the third line. Mm-hmm. That was his strongest game that I've seen him play all season. But anyway, so here's hoping that um, a few games in Laval or even just practices in Laval and maybe a game in Laval or two, um, and he'll come back renewed. He that's needs right. to, you know, he, need, he needs to put the, the puck in the net a few times and play and with his friends.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: That he made last year. Yeah,
0: Exactly. Um, the Habs are not the worst team in the league. That Yay! that distinction goes to the Arizona Coyotes, who have yet to win a game.
1: Wow, Chicago finally won.
0: Yeah, they did, didn't they?
1: I and the only reason I know is because I was so happy for Marc Andre Fleury.
0: Oh right, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, uh, oh yeah, now I remember. We saw a big
1: smile on his face on during one of the highlight shows.
0: My mom's boyfriend. Yeah,
1: <laughs> such a nice guy. Like, yeah. And, and, yeah, how he was unceremoniously unprotected for Vegas to pick him, and then the way he found out that Vegas traded him—like, it's just appalling. Yeah, and the, and he the, there couldn't be a nicer guy.
0: Vegas, so uh I was happy for him. Vegas, they uh they fucked the pooch on that one. And yeah, uh, just terrible. They're disgusting. Just graceful. That was, that was awful. Yeah. So, well that's good. So the Habs are now 30th. Uh chasing the Ottawa Senators for 29th. I think we can do it. We can do it. They think we can do it. Um, oh, let's let's take a look at this. I'm I'm really curious to see what this is all about. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Ah, okay. <laughs> Never mind. So <laughs> I think that's all the Habs news I can think of. Well, actually, let me let me double check everything. Uh, Jake Allen earns the Molson Cup for October. Congratulations, Jake. Uh, he was honored before the game today. And um, I forget what the Molson Cup's for.
1: Just the player of the month? Player
0: of the like, Month. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh. Player of the Month. In eight games in October. <laughs> then they give us stats. It's like, ugh.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, you Hello. did it. You did it, buddy. Yeah, right, yeah uh, Paquette was suspended two games for that uh for that boarding and charging call on uh, Zagris. I'm so... I was surprised it was a major. I understand why, but like... If Zagris didn't turn, I think that would have just been a body check. But what do I know?
1: Yeah, that was a game that I didn't watch.
0: No need to. I was Uh, just kind
1: of keeping tabs on my phone, but I didn't watch the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Koffel down. Pazetta up. We knew that.
1: Belzile.
0: Yep. Perot out for two to three weeks. And Belzile is up as well. Whoa. What the hell happened here? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. The 40th blood drive will be at the Bell Center on November 8th. It's uh, next Monday. That is next Monday. Uh, over the past 40 years, the Canadians blood drive has helped save close to 119,000 lives. It's a worthy cause, so get your blood taken by the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lord knows they need a bit of hot blood in that lock-in room. <laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, yeah, this is old news. Pelzy was on waivers like two weeks ago, cleared. Now he's, you know, of course, up with the club at the moment as I figure out stuff. And what the hell? Never mind. Something came up on my phone that I don't care about. I think that's it. <laughs> that's like the major news for the Habs. So, yeah. aside from the Habs, there's been some uh, catastrophic news for the league in the, well, you know, uh, for the freaking Chicago Blackhawks and what's been going on with Kyle Beach.
1: We know his name now.
0: We know his name. He came forward of his own volition and spoke about it to...
1: Rick Westhead. Rick Westhead. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can. What's oh, Rick sorry. Westhead? Rick Westhead? Oh, Rick Westhead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he has been the guy that's been breaking this story about um, sexual abuse in the Blackhawks organization during their dynasty years in the early 2010s. Um,
1: so he and Katie Strang have been on top of this since the news broke that there was a lawsuit brought about by a John Doe. This this news, this the lawsuit was brought about in May. Rick Westhead and Katie Strang are the only ones who have been covering it since then. Um, you know, it, it, during the, the NHL playoffs, do you think that the folks over at Sportsnet said a word? They didn't. Rick has been covering it since then. He was a guest on um, uh, the podcast over there, Dangles podcast. Mm-hmm. And, that was a really interesting interview because he even said like all of my competitors who are now like falling all over themselves tweeting about this is just like welcome to the party, because he he and Katie were on an island all alone. So what happened is Chicago um, retained a law firm to conduct an independent third party investigation investigation. And they interviewed 137 people for in this in the course of the investigation. There was a number of people who were um, requested an interview but declined or refused to cooperate with the investigation. Um, Anyway, and so the findings were finally made public last week, and then you know heads started rolling. I was actually shocked. I was shocked that that old boy network would actually sacrifice Stan Bowman. I was was actually really shocked. And there was one more person whose name I cannot remember. Everybody else that was involved in that decision um, has departed the organization. So the ones that are still there paid the price. Um, Kevin Shevoldeoff was in the room, but apparently nothing's gonna happen to him. Uh, the head of the NHLPA, Don Fair, also resoundingly failed in um, handling of, of um Kyle. So Kyle Beach, we know now his name is Kyle Beach, and he was um, he alleges that he was sexually assaulted at the hands of the video coach at the time of the Chicago Blackhawks, the guy um, who I'm not even going to name, the video coach th- said, yes, there was a sexual encounter, but it was consensual. Um, all of that, that kind of theory of consensual sex kind of flew out the window because a few years after the inaction of the Chicago Blackhawks of dealing with a sexual predator, he was actually convicted and did prison time for um, assaulting a minor, a 16-year-old boy. So, you know, consensual, consensual, probably not so much with uh, Kyle Beach. And so, yeah, it's just... What he has been through living with this for the last 11 years is just devastating. And there's something that he mentioned in that interview with Rick Westhead. And that is that after he told the Blackhawks and nothing happened and Aldrich was still there and carrying the Stanley Cup around and taking it to his hometown and at the parade and all that shit. Made him feel like he didn't exist. Can you imagine? These people know what happened to me. And they're acting like life as usual. Just horrifying.
0: It seems to be... um... Endemic of a lot of things that, uh, well, need change. Because the NHL, as we all know, is uh, quite white, quite rich, quite male, and quite old. And um, white, rich men that are old will do anything in their power. They will take any loophole. They will take any grain of anything to hold on to it, even in the face of, of completely callous behavior, no matter when it happened. And that's what we're seeing now. Uh, and it, frankly, it has to change, but I'm going to put my pessimist hat on and just say that I don't think anything's going to change.
1: Well, Quenville also paid the price. After coaching a
0: game, that's nice. After coaching
1: a game, appalling. Yeah. I mean, is anything going to change?
0: No. No. These people have to go. Yeah. There needs to be third-party investigations in this shit. Yeah. Having the NHL investigate things on their own? No. Absolutely not. Uh, Gary Bettman's presser yesterday was a horrific thing. To listen to, an absolute and to watch the most despicable display of uneducated garbage you could think of, especially in this context. Um, like you said, Rick, you know, has been breaking the story along with, um,
1: Katie String, yeah, Katie Strang, thank
0: you from the Athletic. Uh, He wasn't allowed to ask a question up until other reporters pointed it out.
1: I think Pierre Lebrun gave him his turn.
0: Yeah. How? I mean, that by itself, it's so, it's just, how can that happen? The guy who's breaking the story doesn't get to say anything. Gary Bettman has to go. Yeah. He has to go. That is the first step towards any sort of reasonable change with the NHL. It made me, all of this, uh, when we're talking about change for hockey, right? This, it made me think of the episode where we had uh, Tara Sloan on. Tara, who also recently was on uh, Hometown Hockey, uh, you know, speaking, um, you know, wonderfully about the topic in a clip uh, that I think aired either yesterday or the day before, but she was magnificent in it. Um, and I remember she was terrific. We were talking to her during the, the bubble, uh, you know, the first COVID bubble for the playoffs two years, uh, 2020. And, um, I blithely said, oh, I think the NHL is is doing a good job trying to, you know, get on top of the, you know, racism in sports, right? And Tara mm. Sloan's like, nah, they're not. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so, you are looking back on that, I know now I was dead wrong because nothing has changed. Zero has changed nope. since they put stop racism on the fucking Videotron. Like, that was going to yeah. fucking do anything while yeah. uh, the Minnesota Wild. You know, always given homage to Blue Lives Matter. Is somebody yeah. not reading the fucking memo at uh, currently? What's going on here? What's going on, right? Um.
1: And don't forget, and Jonathan tapes.
0: Yeah. Do not ask players about this, because they suck at it.
1: The only one who, the only one that I thought was great was Taylor Hall
0: oh yeah actually come think he was of it. great mm-hmm.
1: he called he actually called it an old boys club good yeah. for you taylor hall it is
0: yeah good that's it but, he nailed it
1: so jonathan james takes the time in his response to you know being asked about kyle beach to praise stan bowman well he's always been good to me like what the fuck or that's no nice. was that patrick kane i can't remember it's like no don't take the time to and don't ask about-
0: patrick kane of all exactly. people about this, oh yeah, yeah. And let's not even, you know, bring up the fact that one of uh, the Canes play, uh, yeah, one of the Hawks players, excuse me, one of the Blackhawks players, dressed up as a Taliban terrorist for Halloween this year. Like, are you guys trying to fuck yourselves right now? Yeah. How fucking stupid are you, idiots? Yeah. Entitled, white morons, freaking ridiculous. Now. I brought up the stuff from the bubble and the whole racism, stop racism uh movement. Stop racism. It's that, like that the, that the that the league tried to do. Uh what happened to the Hockey Diversity Alliance? They peeled okay. away from the NHL. Yeah. Because the NHL wasn't doing anything for them. Nope. Nope. At some point, and let's not even get into well, we sh- we ought to, but it would confound you know what, what we're already talking about here. um The NHLPA, what the fuck are they doing? Kyle Beach reached out to the NHLPA, and they said that they would you know t- a decade ago and said that they would take care of this. Nothing happened. Um, there was another big. You read the report, Dave? No. I didn't read through all of it.
1: I read it from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the 107 page report, I was just like, I was, by the time I was on page 58, I'm like, okay, I've got, you know, another 50 pages to go or whatever. But, um, it's only about 60 some pages. The rest is photos and, um, you know, references. Um, but this was
0: put together by Rick.
1: No, it was put together by the law firm that conducted the investigation, oh. the independent investigation. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, it, 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 it's just so like, I can't think of another word other than just insulting and injurious. Everything, the way that this stuff was handled from Quendell saying, well, we can't think about this. We've got to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, you just march him out the door that night, dude. He's a video coach. So in the report, it explicitly, like, I was actually surprised how many names were named. And Kyle Beach himself named a lot of names in his conversation with Rick Westhead. Um, He first mentioned it to one of the assistant coaches on the ice when the Black Aces were practicing during the playoffs. Um, Paul Vincent Paul Vincent, name names. Uh, Gary, s- something, uh, there's uh, uh, surnames of Gary, MacIsaac, Um, There's tons of people that are named in here. And a couple of people that he talked to twice who seemed to take him very seriously. Paul Vincent himself went and told management, we have to call the police. We have to get the police involved with this. And they washed their hands. And in the, when so Aldrich, the the video coach, when he was called to the office of the Director of Human Resources, who just found out about it after the Stanley Cup was won, um, sh- so she called Aldrich into the office and um, you know offered him the opportunity to resign, or if not, they were going to conduct an investigation. So he opted to resign, insisted. Now he knew immediately that it was, she just said uh, one of the players has made this accusation and he knew exactly who she was talking about. But then he says, can I take the Stanley Cup home? And she said, sure. (laughs) Can I take it to my hometown? Of course.
0: What? Rich white men.
1: Good Lord. And then years and years after um, the minor was assaulted, that Aldrich ended up going and doing nine months, Um, that same director of HR was approached by police after that happened. And she wouldn't confirm or deny anything about Aldrich, but she did say she would participate in an investigation if she was subpoenaed, which she never was. She never heard from the detective ever again. Like, just thing, you know, event after event after event of just failures to act accordingly.
0: The this power. was a
1: crime.
0: Imagine if this was football. We probably would never have heard about this. Why? Because freaking, oh my God, the, the stuff that... Uh, Maybe yeah. it's not okay. a maybe okay. it's not a great comparison. Okay. no, I comparison. thought that
1: it was an angle about.
0: I was thinking, so many- like, I'm thinking about like, like college football, NFL, but like college football and some of the yeah. horror stories that come out of like freaking frat parties. There, it's only the ones that we're hearing about.
1: It's only the ones that we're same hearing that about. same
0: that can be can apply here. This is going on with the Blackhawks. We just heard today that there's a lawsuit going up against the Pittsburgh Penguins. As well now. uh, For sexual misconduct or sexual abuse. Um, The dam is opening. And it has to explode. Because this has to stop. It's not allowed. Well, People are not meant to be treated this way. The thing is. Here we are.
1: The thing is. It's crimes
0: oh yeah it is straight
1: criminal
0: criminal activity and it's just it's not like brushed under whatever
1: like okay aldrich is gone bye-bye and then he promptly goes and gets a job with usa hockey which is there's a mention there's several mentions in the report about um um a kyle beach's confidant i'm thinking it's somebody in an agent capacity because when kyle beach called so when Kyle Beach first spoke to um, the, the the assistant coach and um, the other fellow, um, Gary, and told them what happened, he didn't tell them everything that happened. He said, you know, he basically said that there was, you know, uh, like, you know, a situation where. Aldridge came on to him and he said no and that kind of thing. And But he didn't tell them everything at the time. The first person that he told was this confidant that was mentioned in the report. He told them everything down to the letter of the detail. And the confidant promptly got on the phone with the Chicago Blackhawks and the NHLPA. So I'm thinking that this was some kind of an agent of his. Um, and, you know, was assured that there would be an investigation and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then just never heard from them again. And then he called he called the NHLPA to say, um, Aldridge can't work with USA hockey. He was at some kind of a tournament, um, being the video coach for the women's, I think. But he said, you know, like he can't work in hockey, and they did nothing about it. Don Fair.
0: Yeah, that's um
1: Don Fair's gotta go. Yeah, that dude's gotta go.
0: Don Fair. As well as Gary Bettman. Are you?
1: You're really fuzzy right now.
0: Yeah, I am. I didn't do anything about it. Same thing. <laughs> I uh, change the, the one setting every time, and it never stays that way. So I have to change it every fucking time. There it is. There you go. There.
1: I thought it was my glasses. I nope, nope, discuss- that
0: was me. Um, okay. it's, they're not going to go anywhere.
1: Well, things are blowing up now.
0: Best sport on the planet. Worst league on the fucking planet. Because the NH, it's just, it's... They just, they don't care about anything but the game. And the people that defend this shit. I was seeing it on one side of Twitter today. I watch sports to escape. I don't care about this social justice, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you fucking with me here. I mean, now you know like, you know, who not to hang out with ever in your life. Yeah. These fucking morons entitled entitled yeah. selfish shitbags. Don't you don't deserve know about that messy stuff. the wonder of sport. <sighs> fucking imbeciles.
1: And it's and Westhead was saying something today about um he made a good point. I've been religiously following his Twitter account now because he, that man is not going away. In case anybody thinks he's going away, he ain't going away, folks. Good. Um, Hammer
0: him. Fucking.
1: Basically saying somebody, I, can't, I don't know who made the remark, but somebody said, you know, things have to change so that this never happens again. And he's like, well, that's kind of naive because to say this is never going to happen again. There are predators everywhere. McDonough, who was the CEO of the Blackhawks at the time in 2010, when this, when this happened, when this situation came to light, he's like, well, you know, really? Like, did that happen? Because Kyle Beach is like 6'3", 210. And this other guy's like 5'7", 150. Yeah. And so, and, and one of that was in the report and, and um, an executive phoned or was in touch with Rick Westhead over the weekend with the same sentiment. And then the same exec connected again with Westhead and said, look, I've talked to a family member who's um, in a medical related field who explained to me that, you know, size has nothing to do with power yeah in power dynamics not at in all the power this know? person
0: governs what my fucking uh, uh career yeah. and legacy can be yeah like for fuck's sake think think you fucking neanderthal shitbag think it's so it was it's ridiculous like for the longest time in my life up until i started following hockey i hated pro sports Because it was all fucking knuckle-dragging morons playing and running these teams. And I get into a sport, love it for a bit, and look what the fuck happens. It's ran by a bunch of fucking selfish shitbags that will do anything that they want. And they'll use all the power that they have to do whatever the fuck they want with it. And they're going to be protected. Shameful.
1: There was a second black ace that Aldrich... Um, made sexual advances very unwanted and unwelcome to sexual advances. And the, the black ace, that black ace was able to rebuff him. But do you think that he's pulling that shit on some of the older guys? No, he wouldn't. Uh, There was a time after he was let go from the Blackhawks that he went to a game and he tried to go down the talent hallway And uh, the director of HR or somebody saw him there and threw him out. And the the director of HR said, you can never come back. So they knew that he's a bad man.
0: But, you know, he can get employed anywhere.
1: You know, they could have prevented. First of all, Kyle Beach had such a fundamental trust in the hockey organization that instead of going to the police, he went to them.
0: Well, let's talk about the last time somebody went to go somebody went to the police when dealing with the Blackhawks. Yeah. See how the fuck that went. Yeah. Let's talk about the police. <laughs> Noteworthy news story that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. 10,000 cops say that they would quit their job if the vaccine mandate came down. It turns out 34 quit. The rest of them decided to get vaccinated. The rest of them
1: decided to get the shot?
0: Fucking crybaby cry shitbags. Get a shot! Fuck, you- I hate these bastards. Anyway.
1: Whoopi Goldberg, who I adore, brought up an interesting stat the other day. Mm-hmm. Number one cause of cop death.
0: Probably other cops.
1: In the United States right now? COVID.
0: Oh. Ha 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 ha. Wow. Who would have saw that fucking coming? Oh my God. I was like, oh yeah, other it's, cops will insane. Actually,
1: yeah. My God.
0: Listen, most cops, these guys, where yeah. else were they going to go? So you give somebody like that, immunity from most laws that other people have to follow. Gonna get to their brain and makes an un uh, uh, an unearned ego that much bigger. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Thinking of you know, some of the cops I know. My god. Nuh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. uh
1: Yeah, so combing through that report, pages and, pages and pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of you know, it it was it was it was very um, how should I say, like, it's a, it's an incredibly well-documented series of events and a, incredibly well-documented interviews. Um, and it's just so unbiased, you know, like they're not giving anybody the benefit, of the, the, the benefit of the doubt. They're reporting what happened in their investigation. They have a summary at the beginning and a conclusion at the end, but um, it was just incredibly, incredibly well-written, you know, and on the internet, people had been speculating, you know, about Mark Bergeman's involvement with this. Mm -hmm. And what was notable in the report, what was conspicuous in the report was that his name isn't even mentioned even once.
0: That would raise a few brows for People, I can imagine because they all think, oh, well, he came from the Chicago Blackhawks and he worked with them at the time of the incident. Yeah, I don't think he actually did.
1: He well, he wasn't in the front office. He was director of player personnel, which people have inflated into this uh, role that basically it isn't like, you know, kind of like being like the big brother to all the prospects and taking care of them and all of that. He's basically the head scout. Mm-hmm. Oversaw the 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 scouts, you know, pro scouting and 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 junior scouting or whatever that's called, minors. And um at the time of that meeting on May 23, that's when the finals were being played at the Memorial Cup. We know that Mark Bergevain as general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, goes to those games. You know, I I I would Like to, I probably bet that that's where he was on that night, May 23, the night of the infamous meeting. But he was nowhere near that meeting that, like I'm telling you, the report doesn't hesitate to name all kinds of names throughout and talks about all of the people that Kyle Beach approached and talked to and confided in. And not one of them was the director of player personnel, which then becomes on the internet, well, that's obviously because Mark Bridman ter- was terrible at his job. Like, I have no doubt that Mark Bridgman eventually found out what happened, but why they would bring him in on the decision making or whatever it was that they were planning, it, it makes it, it, it defies logic. Now, I understand the sentiment of everybody wanting the entire organization at the time to be held accountable. But, I mean, I was as interested as anybody to read that report and see what they said about Mark Bergevin, and it turns out it was not one word. So I'm taking him at his word when he responded to Katie Strang right prior to the Stanley Cup final when she asked what he knew and when, and he said, I, it's been reported that there was a meeting I wasn't there. I wasn't part of any decision-making process. And you can go on the record with that. Now, I don't think that Stan Bowman has fallen on his sword to protect Mark Bergevin, you know, like if, if, if if he knew, if he knew something, you know, that would be hard to hide. If somebody could, if somebody could come out and call him a liar, that would be hard to hide. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I actually was surprised because I was, I was ready to, um, rake him over the coals as somebody on my, on my Twitter said today, if he had had anything to do with it, but conspicuously absent from the report. And he did cooperate with the investigation.
0: Yeah, there was, uh, something mentioned either today or yesterday about all that. Um, where did that happen?
1: And now and now people like our friend Arpan Basu want him to answer questions. Oh But yeah. about what?
0: I think like, that's what who it was. what is he
1: going to answer?
0: I believe that's about that yeah the Canadians this is from Arpan Basu the Canadians confirmed right away that Berdzen was interviewed by Jenner and Block the lawyer um the firm uh what they have refused is to have Bergevin speak publicly about his time in Chicago and they being the Canadians and his thoughts after witnessing the fallout. Uh, Rick Westland also said, uh, uh, Montreal Canadiens GM Mark Bergevin confirmed to me that he was interviewed by the law firm in connection with the Blackhawks about the investigation posting this because unsure if this has been addressed directly to this point. So yes, Bergevin was interviewed, and that's it.
1: He cooperated, and there are people who did not cooperate.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: requested, mm-hmm. I think it was 30-some people who refused to cooperate.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, from and, March, and then from March 27th, off of your feed, they are going to write books about the relationship between Bergevin and Arp and Bazu. March twenty seventh. <laughs> I cannot wait until Bergevin's, Bergevin's book comes out in twenty years. I know.
1: So Good this is all. Lord. I mean, people people want to draw a direct line from the Logan Mayu pick to this situation and and wanting to crucify Bergevin. I understand the instinct or the the desire to do that, but they're two different situations. And that, that draft pick is going to follow him straight to hell. It's going to follow him straight to hell. That yeah. draft pick is going to be mentioned every time his name is mentioned. So there's that. But in this regard, I just think if I'm Paul Wilson, I'm also telling Bergevin, that's it. Don't because you th- anything that he says, I, 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 it was, I was reminded of the time that Galchenyuk was going to take place in that player program or take part of that player program. And there was, you know, speculation that it was because of substance abuse as well. And Mark Bergevin refused to say anything about it. Because in the Montreal market, I'm not saying necessarily with ARP and Basseur, but in the Montreal market, particularly with the fan base, it's like throwing them red meat. It's like, it's like implicating him with all of that all over again. And it's just like, what what more do you want? It's almost like people are disappointed that he wasn't mentioned as a guilty party in the report. Mm-hmm. That's what I find. So I'm not defending Mark Bergemi. I'm just saying, I read the report. What more do you want? Are you new? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what more do you
0: exactly.
1: want? Anyway. And he refuses to answer questions. Yeah, because you're gonna there's go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner on whatever he says or doesn't say. There's so, a report. There's a report with pictures.
0: I had Got somebody f- I end. had somebody that passed the bar ask me questions. So it's like, hmm. <laughs> Already answered him. Thanks, buddy. But that's it. That is it i I want to see how it all come, how it all shakes out because this is going to take years for something to happen. Yeah. Unless like well
1: and it's just it's just it, you know, it happens in the Catholic Church, it happens with Boy Scouts, it happens when with families who are entrusting these adult males with their children away from their view. Like, it's just, this is the kind of thing that, you know, if this, if this is the start of like floodgates of people wanting to speak, I'm so proud of Kyle Beach for speaking and showing his face and telling us his name and talking about his truth. So hopefully if, if something like this has happened to anybody else, something will happen. But I mean, what was the last time, um, Theo Fleury? That who who was outspoken about this, Sheldon Kennedy, that there has to be, there obviously is more. We know that. But with this, you know, heads rolling, I'm just, I'm so disappointed that Don Fair is still in his, in a role, in his role.
0: And they're just going to pearl clutch and try to figure out how to keep them in while keeping everybody happy because that is the white man thing to do. All the time, forever and ever, until the end of the world.
1: And the NHL find Arizona more.
0: Yeah, that's another thing, too. Blackhawks got, what, like a $2 million slap on the wrist, and uh, the comparables are, yeah, Arizona. But most poignantly, uh, New Jersey getting fined $3 million for fucking up the whole Ilya Kovalchuk contract thing. Or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. So and
1: Batman was trying to justify yeah, that yesterday. Yeah, Batman it's attempted just to justify.
0: Oh. He's a fucking idiot. He has to go. He's a piece of he's shit. He's a robot. Boo he's just him. A robot. Throw vegetables at him. That guy's a fucking idiot and he cannot be allowed to be the fucking captain of the ship anymore. Yes he can. Scandal. Oh, I know. He's white. I get it. He's, scandal yes. after scandal after scandal after scandal. The it doesn't matter if it happens across different teams. He's the fucking it, the buck stops with him. If he doesn't take like aggressive action on this, more aggressive than this fucking smandering, like what the Blackhawks are worth over a billion fucking dollars. They're an 06. team, two million bucks, t- fucking traffic ticket. Yeah. Jesus Christ!
1: Drop in the bucket.
0: Exactly. I think we're close to the end of the time. We might be beyond time, but it's okay. Ooh, look at that. I gotta do this. There we go. Ah, I made it. Yeah, we did. I got a
1: headache, folks. Anyway, the Habs won. Yay. Habs won.
0: Yay. We're now three and eight.
1: Yeah. And three plus eight equals 11. Brendan Gallagher.
0: That's right. And he, again, had himself a game.
1: (laughs) He was so Brendan Gallagher.
0: As one does. Oh,
1: nobody can be Brendan Gallagher but Brendan
0: Gallagher. Nope, nope,
1: nope, nope. Dave Evans sometimes kind of, is. he's a bit of a Gallagher.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: He was thrown into the boards today. Jake, buddy, I so want you to stay healthy, please.
0: It'll happen. It'll happen. He'll stay yeah. healthy. It'll be okay. Yeah. But Yeah, that's it. So uh, we'll, um, oh my God, let me see. Do I have anything stupid happening next week that I can't do a usual episode? Let's hope not. Where the fuck is it? Who Do we play on Thursday? We play the Islanders. That should have been the cup final if God was kind.
1: That's what Max was just saying the other day. It would have been uh, like watching the Habs, that version of the Habs play the Islanders would have been so much more fun.
0: Oh, it certainly would have been. Without a doubt. Oh my God.
1: Corey Perry sucks. We should get him back. Yeah. He's having a really hard time in Tampa. He reached out to Cole Caulfield.
0: Yeah, after getting sent down. Also, apparently, uh, Suzuki uh, spoke with him as well. And yeah. Caulfield's in good he's fine. spirits. He's fine. Yeah. Paul he's he's fine. fine. He's Cole Caulfield. Is everybody
1: crying about how Dominic Ducharme has ruined it. No, 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 no. no, no We're no, talking no. about Cole Caulfield.
0: Yeah, he's fine. Kid's fine. He'll be fine. No problem. Yeah. Okay, looks like next Monday is great for another episode of the Happy Hour.
1: Awesome. Oh,
0: you know what's even better about that? It's the day after daylight savings time. So we Yay. still do that for no that's fucking birthday reason at all.
1: On Sunday. Oh,
0: good. So she enjoys a twenty three hour
1: yeah. <laughs> birthday instead of
0: a full fledged She gets one hour, hour
1: less award. of her birthday.
0: Great. He saves you some money. <laughs> How about that? Okay, that's it. yeah Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 bye, bye. bye. Subscribe like